Welcome to this week's episode of Duh, It's a Podcast. I'm Brock, and uh, with me as always is Brooks. What up, what up? Not much, not much. I'm actually happy that you're here because I wasn't 100% sure you'd be able to make it with all the celebrations going on in America at the moment. Go on. You didn't see this? You're not celebrating? You guys have surpassed 100 mass shootings. Oh, Jesus Christ. Record-breaking time. Not even shocked. Not even shocked at this point. First week of March. It's a there record. It's new. It's, yeah. Yeah. So no. I thought you mightn't have been able, you know, you might have been out on the town, you know. <laughs> Listen, that's not the reason I was going to skip it. We'll get to that in a second. I mean, at this point, what else is there to say about the mass shootings? I mean, at this point, anything. I give up. I give up. I give up. I give up. It's a hellhole. Okay. <laughs> well, between 2018 and 2020, you didn't hit the 100 until May. So you really picked it up. <clears throat> you've, you've made up for lost time for the pandemic. Well, 2018, there was no pandemic. No, but that's what I'm saying. You've made up. Well, true. No, but I mean, you've caught up for those true. two, you know. Lost time. Lost, lost time. time. Within that 2018 to 2020 period. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But yeah. yeah, I mean, at this point. It's hard to do a mass shooting if you, you're only living with two people, I guess. So, true, you know, true. Stuff I, don't like think, that. I don't think that classifies as mass. I believe that is a premeditated murder. Don't think you get the mass shooting tag on that one. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like I said, nothing, nothing I say is going to be groundbreaking about it. I mean, <sighs> what people keep bitching about it because... It gives political talk points, I guess. Well, March 19th was last year's milestone date. So. Pretty close. Yeah. You, you, yeah, you, you were cutting it fine, but obviously, you know, you head down, bump, bump, or probably more so head down with this. <laughs> it's a shame. It's a fucking shame. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's literally the only place in the world where this happens at this frequency. But again, nothing we say is going to be groundbreaking about it. I don't fucking have the answers, and apparently nobody else does either. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Wouldn't it be ironic if the people that did have the answers actually got shot in one of the shootings? See, now you might have a point. Now you might be onto something. I doubt it, but you might be onto something. You know, they were, they were in school, and they were going to grow up to be some great political advocate for, you know this, that, and the other, and they never got there because, yeah. Well, let's keep it a hundred. I mean, if they're in the American collegiate system, I can't imagine they're going to come out as these fantastic lawmakers. If I'm going I'm, to be honest. Oh, no, I'm not saying they actually got to college. I'm saying they, they got good. taken out in, in high school. That's true too. That's true too. All of them are tragedies. It's a fucking disaster. It's the only place in the world where this happens constantly, but I can't. Somebody must have the answers. Who knows? Who the fuck? I, I give up on it. There's nothing I can add to the conversation. That's my two cents on it. Oh, well, we'll move along to something a little bit more uh, happy and lighthearted. Well, high jump before coach. we do, before oh, we do okay. the reason I was going to, I was almost going to sit out the week. I was going to protest the podcast this week, specifically from the NBA last night. Well, as you're listening to this Tuesday night, but bullshit. I, 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 
I know a bunch of Warriors fans are still very optimistic about this team. I am not. I am not. Steph Curry went out, dropped a 40-piece, and it wasn't even close. Wasn't even close to your Oklahoma City Thunder. So GG's to you. Congratulations. Yep, my boy Josh Giddy with a 17, 11, 17, triple-double. 17 assists, career high. Which is Yeah. And would have got a lot more, too, if a lot of those shots were missed. So (laughs) (laughs) There was a chance where it got close for a second, and then just a complete disaster. Curry, I think, tied the season high for three-pointers made in a game, and Jordan Poole had 11 points. See, that's why people crap on, like, and go, oh, you got 40, and oh, he's hitting three. It's just like, yeah, but he can get 17 assists. So I you, wouldn't fucking pass to Jordan Poole if I was Steph Curry either. No, but I mean, like, 17 assists, it's a minimum of two for, you know, to times it by two, because obviously... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, shot. So you add that to his 17 points, he's got more than 40. So by just doing that, he's done more than <laughs> this crazy superstar. That everyone sort of fawns over. Okay, and now you're getting fucking ridiculous. Josh Giddy's not winning. Josh Giddy's not getting you into the playoffs and winning you games like that. That's going to fall off. Steph Curry can single-handedly win you games, but when Jordan Poole is was, actively was, losing you basketball games. Was Steph games, Curry doing what Josh Giddy's doing when he was 20? No. No, because Monte Ellis was a cunt and wanted to run the whole team, and then we no, shipped no, no, him no. to Milwaukee. Steph Curry Dang. didn't get the... Isn't the youngest and second youngest and third youngest to get to triple doubles? So yeah, Let's and then the, the thing OK too, when he got this triple double, mm-hmm. Giddy is now only Giddy has the second most triple doubles for any player under twenty one. Luke is the only one that above him, and yeah. I'm not sure how many in front of him he is. I feel like Luca's number is. Fucking insane, though, because for a yeah. while he had kind of the same situation as Giddy, no fucking help. Whereas at least Giddy does have Shea. It's good. Yeah. So I don't Everybody else on that Dallas out. team, I think. But uh, is always hard. Yeah, but uh, no, it was a good turnout from, from Giddy, which was good. Very good. Uh, Warriors are still above, but Jordan Poole is a terrorist, in my opinion. He is actively trying to terrorize the Warriors fan base. So he is an active terrorist, in my opinion. That's my thoughts on that. Now let's talk about a different type of... No, I probably shouldn't call him a terrorist. No, not with his name. Yeah. So, yeah. A British Olympic high jump coach being banned for three years for misconduct after he accepted that he mocked a para-athlete, so a disabled athlete, called them Limpfoot Christie. Jesus Christ. For those of you that don't know, Linford Christie was a famous decathlon, I believe it was, English athlete. So that's where that jibe comes from. Describe a team doctor as a fuckwit and repeatedly use industrial language towards his athletes. Now, I like that term, industrial language. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, it's like, now I want you to build this and can you construct (laughs) that? It just just means he he was a bit rough. Yeah, I could believe that. The, with the industrial language. industry is... So locker room talk, I guess, for, for yeah. whatever better term. Yeah. So Fayaz Fuzz, as his friends call him, can't. So he guided a, a high jumper to a silver medal at the London Olympic Games, and he was banned just prior to the Tokyo Games. But he also told 
these athletes about a story of a former high jumper who was caught having sex in a lift when the door opened, but he said that that wasn't inappropriate to say that. So, which is like, yeah, whatever. That's probably the part of the story I took them. Like that made me the most angry when I read that part because sure they're Olympic athletes, whatever. And they should hear this. How the fuck is that inappropriate? Probably more inappropriate to have sex in an elevator. That's true. That's true. That's what I said to you. It's like, what the fuck is this elevator story? And I mean, I did kind of jump the gun on yeah. it and I was ready to blame him. But I don't think I'm that far off for blaming him because why on earth? Look, when if, is if, that story applicable to tell? Nah, but if you're shagging in an elevator. Sure. And you get caught, then you're open to be mocked. Yeah. They wouldn't worry me. You know, if I'm talking and something came up about, I don't know, elevators or sex or weird stuff, I'd be, I'd be dropping that story. That wouldn't, I wouldn't see that as a, you know, H&R issue. You're a coach. You should be talking about high jumping. Yeah, well. He, Not about like, floor fucking. I don't. The guy probably had his pole out in the elevator. Doubt it. God damn. Sure. Maybe. Well, just don't do it in an elevator. That's what I'm saying. And then you don't have to worry about any repercussions of storytelling. Sure. I agree. I agree with that sentiment. This guy, Buzz, as his friends call him, just strikes me as a douchebag. Like, I can almost guarantee you that this had nothing to do. Like, no elevator was ever brought up. I bet they were in the middle of a practice session. He's like, oh, you guys want to hear a funny story? That's not a pretty yeah. yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, fuck this so guy. Let's talk about That wouldn't worry jumping. me. This is why but, he didn't win gold in London. But, this is why he won silver. But he also, by making fun of the disabled athlete, he did an yeah, impression where he one. walked with a limp, held his arm bent, and made noises while sticking his tongue. Ew. Okay. And he also agreed that he called the para-athlete bad foot gay and fat and slow. That's which is not a bit, even original. No. Or funny. Bad foot gay. I don't know how. But, oh, there's a, I'm pretty bad foot gay. Pretty sure that's a, a take on a name. Oh, maybe. Manford. Oh, it sounds familiar when you say it, Badfoot Gay. I don't know. But uh, it's, yeah, it sounds like an athletic name of someone. Uh, he also said he used phrases such as, I cannot believe what he's fucking doing. And I have driven all this fucking way to be here for this fucking idiot. In a loud voice in front of a number of other people, including parents, other athletes, spectators. On another occasion, he told a different athlete, I don't give a shit that you're crying. I don't care. And your run-up is shit. And why are you doing it like that? Okay, so. so see, that kind of stuff doesn't worry me. Sure. I was just going to say that's coach speak, whatever. Like coaches yeah, are co notorious. Some, yeah. Some coaches are sort of in your face, you yes. know, and they know how to push certain athletes' buttons. Sure. Some more, you know, reserved. So that kind of talk wouldn't, that it's like, Harden up if you're, you yes. know, if these athletes are of a certain age, then they're probably being told they're great all their life and the world revolves around them and wrapped up in cotton wool and they just can't I mean, take. I played in sports in this quote unquote soft era and coaches still, they're still fucking assholes like that. Like they will still talk to you like that. My response, if he said to me, your run-up is shit, why are you doing it like that? My answer would be, because your dumbass isn't teaching us, you're telling us stories about people shagging in an elevator. I still can't get over that. 
that's what pisses me off. That, I mean, that talk, I guess is fine, whatever. But again, you're making fun of a para-athlete. You're a fucking loser at that point. You're a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, you can't be making fun of the things they can't control. Right, exactly. But it goes on as well. He didn't leave his critique to athletes. He described uh-huh. a British athletics doctor as a fuckwit and a team physiotherapist as a fucking knight who doesn't know shit. And he also With- said his line manager didn't have a clue. Okay. However, he did deny saying, because up until this stage, he's pretty much said, yeah, I did say all this. But he did deny saying to an athlete, if you get an eating disorder, I'm going to kick you out of the group or that all Scottish people smell of piss. Now, I don't know, because I haven't smelled every Scottish person, so that <laughs> may or may not be a fact. Even if it is, the fact that he's denying it absolutely makes me believe that he said it. <laughs> like, there's there's no denying that. <laughs> well, no, nah, but the thing is, he's, he's copped to nearly everything else. So why would you, if you've said everything, you're going to say you said everything, because that's no worse than saying the other stuff. So it's not like he's, he said, yeah, I did say this to the lighter stuff, but no, I didn't say it to the more, you know, hardcore stuff. He said that he said the things that are probably really, really bad. Like, yeah, I did say this about the disabled athlete, which is the top of the top of the tree bad. So if you're saying yeah. you said that, you're not going to then say, I didn't say the Scottish people smell of piss. That, Cause that's nothing. That's big. Look. I see your point. I definitely see your point, but. He's, he, he's not coaching, he's the English coach. So why critiquing the smell of Scottish people have to, you know, have anything to do with anything? Well, I think you just made the point that I was going to make because he's the English coach. So he's going, he is going to say that about Scottish people. I a thousand percent believe yeah. that. I don't, I don't believe that he did not say that, especially the eating disorder one, because if you're making fun of people who have other disorders, why am I to believe that you're going to deny Somebody, yeah, saying, but I can't see if you're gonna if you're gonna say you said the worst thing. No, I see then, that point as well. Yeah, why are you gonna then say you didn't say the lesser thing? You may as well like if you said it, you're gonna say you you said it. Exactly. I I just don't believe this guy because he's a yeah. fucking loser. This guy's but a douchebag. The funny thing is, that, well, not the funny thing, but the <laughs> I guess the bad thing for the British Athletic Commission or whatever they call themselves, his suspension means that he's not like the only medal winning coach from the 2012 Olympics to be banned. Oh, there's been three coaches that have been banned from the 2012 Olympics. Wow. Good. Yeah. (laughs) One of them is now a consultant for the Saudi Olympic training center. That's an interesting, but it doesn't say what the other ones. Yeah, here it doesn't say what they've been banned for, so... Enabling this behavior, I would imagine. Yeah, so it looks like there may have been a bit going on. Also, to go back to the denying point, I think, again, like you said, he didn't deny the shitting on the para-athlete, which is absolutely the top of the tree, as you said. I think there is a part of it where he says, oh, I'm going to deny it, because they'll be like, oh... He's talking about a different place, this, this, and that. And then he can get away with the, oh, it's just coach speak or whatever. Industrial language is what they used. (laughs) But so I think maybe that was kind of the plan. Whereas saying a different country's people reek of piss. It's very British. You can't really get away with the coach umbrella on that one. Very British because it says he failed to act with dignity and to display courtesy and good manners. 
Well, this isn't the only thing that involves a jump that we've seen oh, this God. week. Oh, God. This video is an interesting one, in my opinion. Like you said, we're talking about high jumpers, and this is absolutely a high jumper. I had to watch this video at least 20 times. At least 20 times. Because, well, once we pull up the video, you'll see... I, I don't see how this happens. And also, I would suggest to this person in said video, lose some fucking weight, buddy. That dog almost gets hit too. And then, bam! Yeah. And he can't He's get his ass out of the car. He's like, my ass is in the car. Now, I'm like, going to play it again, and I'm going to stop it. That dog only that has three legs. That's the only thing oh I really God, took away does. from it. I noticed that it's like, the dog's only got three legs. Probably from running into traffic like it just did. It's like, look, three legs. It's missing its back right leg. But look how it takes off. Goes pretty good <laughs> for a dog that's only got three legs. For a crippled dog, he or she moves. Like, that dog is moves better than the guy on the on the bike. Put it that way. I don't understand. You reckon how... Brazil? That seems like a good guess. Either Brazil or maybe Mexico. Those are both yeah, Spanish yeah, yeah. countries. Yeah. But <laughs> now I'm fucked up about the three legged dog. I know. Good catch by me, I reckon. Very good catch. I did not notice that. I watched that video so many times. I couldn't get over the fact that. Like, the bike wasn't super behind that car, but just fucking rams and then flips over the car, like, GTA style, and then is sitting in their console because he's so... Yeah, and the high jump coach is on the side saying, you're fat and slow. This is why I didn't like your type of people. You sneak a piss. You sneak a piss. Correct. I mean, I would piss my pants after that situation, but again... I don't think I would allow myself to get into that situation where you drive like a fucking madman on a bike. People on bikes are wild. Like, they're kind of assholes. In reality, like, I've driven for my fair share of years. And motorcyclists are easily my least favorite people on the road. I'd say it goes motorcyclists, old people, truck drivers. What about cyclists? Oh, those, are, those don't count as people. They are pests. They are pests on the road you should be allowed to hit maybe five cyclists a year before you rack up any charges like take the chance of damaging your car but you should be able to give them a little bump and knock them off their bike i think that would be hilarious i've been in a cycling accident before believe it or not what you were the cyclist or you were the car two cyclists me and a very old lady so again back to my point second worst drivers old people we were out at a beach Pedaling along, right on the boardwalk. Like, oh, what beauty. What beauty. Pedaling along, you know, minding my own business. I'm like, all right, I should probably, you know, dip out here, head back. We were, like, camping or whatever. So I was like, I'll dip back and loop around. And so I'm coming down off the boardwalk, and then this old lady comes around the corner. And I slam on my, like, front brake. So does the lady. Well, she didn't really use her brakes. 
We hit tire to tire. Ends up bending my fucking tire. So I was pissed about that. It was a nice bike. And she like puts her feet on the ground, sort of. And I can see like she's starting to lean. Okay. Falls into this set of bushes. Just almost comically, like cartoonish. Falls off her bike into the bushes. I was so pissed because she hit me. And it was a thousand percent my fault. But I was kind of drunk and angry. So, <laughs> so she falls. Just look at her. What the fuck? I'm pissed. I'm like, shit, sorry. Get on my bike. Pedal away. I got a text from the people who I was with. They were behind me. I was taken off. Like, again, I kind of needed to refill my drink. So I was out of there. It was about 15 minutes after that happened. They text me and say, lady is still in the bushes. Like, she might actually be injured. It's like, that really is not my <laughs> fucking problem. <laughs> there's, there's no... No rules of the road when it comes to being a cyclist on the beach. I wasn't giving a fuck. Ran into them. The next day at the campground, they were staying maybe five sites away from us. So needless to say, it was an awkward trip after that. In my defense, though, again, fucked up my bike. It kind of ruined my weekend, you old hag. Get old people off the roads. Bicycles and vehicles. It was pretty unsportsmanlike of me. (laughs) Well, that is a great segue. That was the worst segue I think I've done in my life. But I don't even know if you realized it was a segue. No, I a thousand percent did it on purpose. Okay, great. So we're segueing into an athlete. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is like you. I wouldn't have worried about it, to be honest. But this athlete yeah. obviously felt some pressure. So he won a hurdling race of sport. As it is. Yeah, so the 60 meter hurdles at the European Athletics Indoor Championship. And uh, one of the dudes didn't know how to hurdle and he hit the last hurdle and fell over. But he's been accused of the most unsportsmanlike thing ever. So we're going to play it and we'll let people decide. Thanks. I'm the last one too. Oh. Look at him celebrating right by him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty douchey. Hey, look at him go by. Hey. Cameraman like, goes by too. That's true. The cameraman should be at fault too. Well, there's no fault. Why? Like, if I've done something great and it's my moment to shine and, you know, I've worked hard sure. i'm not going to let some uncoordinated idiot take the gloss off and ruin it for me i see your point and i will push... counter you well he didn't look how much fucking that. room he's got to go elsewhere you didn't have no, to run really... back on track he wouldn't have even seen him there under his eyeline you mean to tell me you wouldn't see a lifeless body once you turn around come on not if i've just done you know achieved my lifetime goal of you know being the fastest you know hurdler that's your lifetime goal. So it says here that he failed to show much concern as he enjoyed his victory. He was heavily criticized for celebrating in front of Opus, with Spanish media claiming it to be the most unsportsmanlike action in history. So that I do disagree with. I think the most unsportsmanlike thing ever was Izzy attempting to hump the guy after he knocked him out. That was wildly disrespectful. (laughs) <laughs> here's where I think 
our runner, Jason Joseph, gets in trouble. Everybody else knew something was wrong. Everybody else knew. The commentators didn't say anything. I couldn't fucking understand a word they were saying. But... The cameraman ran across. There was only like two stewards, I think you'd call them, that were probably knew what was going on. But the dude that won went on to Instagram and he said, first things first, I'm sorry I didn't check that you were okay. I was lost at the time, totally blocked from what was around me. I hope you're okay. I see you in outdoor competitions. Fair enough. You're in the zone. I guess. I I just have a hard time buying into that. Like, that's such an obvious thing. Like, he, he looks unconscious. And I get this is your biggest accomplishment. Again, I think you should get out more if hurdling's your biggest accomplishment, but that's neither here nor there. The funny thing is he's Spanish, so obviously the Spaniards are going to say True. it's the worst. <laughs> True. Yeah, I don't think it's the most unsportsmanlike. Like I no. said, I mean, is he humped a guy after he knocked him out in an MMA fight. If he went over to him, turned him over, then tried to hump him. it hump him. Yeah. Maybe you have a case. Yeah, you have a case. But yeah. I just find it hard. Like, he ran all the way back. I get being in the moment. I don't know. I don't buy this one. I'm, no, sure I'm, I'm the for the winner. Stop it. If you fall on your ass, it's not my fault. I understand that as well. But If there was foul play... Like when I first read the, it was a bit clickbaity, I suppose, the headline. When I first yes, read it, definitely. I'm like, what did he do? What, you know? Did you push him? Yeah. When, so yeah, if you had a tripped him or pushed him or ran into his lane and then won and celebrate it, sure. But nah, Spaniard dude, he has to learn how to actually jump over things. He was the last one and it was the last one. I'm I'm, I mean, again, I think. Spain is being a little bit dramatic when they say it is the most unsportsmanlike. I think we can find quite a few other ones. Pretty unsportsmanlike. I mean, Conor McGregor talking about Poirier's wife being in his DMs. That was pretty unsportsmanlike after he lost. I think that was that might be up there too. I don't know why it's all UFC. Shocking. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, he is okay though, correct? The Spaniard. The winner. Oh, no, the Spaniard. Care about the winner. Yeah, yeah, he's conscious and everything. Good. That is fucking rough. Probably change his event, though, if it follows him, but yeah. You might as well. Like, do a relay. Obviously, you can run. You just can't jump. Do a relay. <laughs> Horvaz. That is the, the last one. I mean, at that point, I'd just lay there anyways, even if I wasn't hurt. I feel like there's no point. No point at all. Now we do Rogan's dad. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll okay. let you lead with this, but I'll play it. So perfect. I've heard reports that this video is old, but I just reason and maybe now it's getting more attention this time around, but I have heard people say that they've seen this before. But this video is allegedly of Rogan's biological father. And there's so many points to this video. So we'll play the video because I'm notorious for needing it to be paused a million times so I can comment on it. But I've got my notes written down and I'll address each point after the video. But this is allegedly Rogan's biological father and I think half sister, maybe, because the sister doesn't seem to be. At least the top half. We can't see the bottom half. Let's hear from Rogan's biological father. Lied about me. Your father. If you learn about your father, what do you well, you give you give up the world? I'm tired of it, Joe. I just had enough. If you can't talk to me face to face, you're a 
punk ass. That's all you are. You got all the money, everything, but you know what you don't have? You don't have no heart, and I'm going to tell you something else you don't have. You ain't got two balls. I don't want to talk to your father because you couldn't handle me. 81 years old, you couldn't handle this guy right here. And when you said I beat up kids, I beat up other women, Joe Harrison was, when you farted in your house, they knew next door. How could I get away with my that? Real father was crazy. He was like a psychotic person. He beat the fuck out of my mother. Like he would be the type of you owe me a big apology. Joe, you were taken away at a very young age, okay? Unfortunately, you did not Wonder get why. to grow up with the man that we were fortunate enough to grow up with, that my kids are fortunate enough to grow up with. Smacks women, uh -huh. beats the shit out of kids. When he went to college for, for acting, he had to take up drama. It beats the shit out of them. So I went from living around these Italian, New Jersey psychopaths. Yeah. You said the Italians in North this Jersey- This guy's my favorite coming up right here. Were psychotic? A lot of these times. Joe, I'm 81 years old. I never met a psychotic Italian. So these crazy ass Italian psychopath Italians over here. What is he doing you know with his hands? We know one thing for sure. We know family. Yeah. We're not caught up. In he's the doing a Jamie, right? Yeah, that's what he's doing. That, <laughs> down to real roots. Okay. And this man is the real root, brother. You always revert back to your roots, Joe. What you doing, man? Sit on the other side of the table, my man. No cameras, no nothing, bro. And not me. Don't worry, I won't be here. I'm sorry that all this happened to you. From the I'm bottom sorry you're of rich. my heart, I am sorry. Because you will never know what you have missed out on in life. I love when I see the comments. They just want the money. They want the money bag. I have a box. Pandora's box. She can afford Pandora Joe, jewelry. Things would get really ugly. The funny bone went to Joe, not her. A psychopath mm. from New Jersey. We don't roll that way. Italian psycho. Oh, like Karimo. <laughs> okay. I have a million points to make about this. First of all. I don't get where they're coming from with the, I'm sorry this happened to you. I'm sorry you're so famous. I'm sorry you're so rich. What the fuck does that mean? I'm sorry you didn't have to grow up with this guy. Who's I thought she was going to say, oh, I'm sorry you weren't, and she says fortunate enough. I thought she was going to say forced <laughs> to grow up. Right? <laughs> right? This man who's smacking the table at 81 years of age, he's basically challenging Joe Rogan to a fist fight. He's like, you're not he, man enough not, to face. But he's not psycho or aggressive or angry or anything. Oh, God, no. God, no. What the fuck? The other line where he's like, he says, oh, you accuse me of beating kids and beating women. I don't understand that line where he's saying if you fart, people could hear you. Joe Rogan's pretty old. Wasn't this kind of in the age where that was accepted by your neighbors? That's not a good defense. And just because you heard something doesn't mean it's like, you know, no, we didn't hear it. Hush, hush. Right. It was a different time back then. So I don't get that defense. Also, if you're a woman and you're going to say, I got a box. You're just opening yourself up to fucking getting clowned on. What does that even mean? Which like Pandora's, Pandora's box. box. What? I don't you get that either. Pandora's box. You don't know what that is. No, I know the saying. It just oh, doesn't okay. fucking make sense in that situation. Yeah, she's saying that she's got a lot of stuff. She's insinuating that she's got dirt on Joe that she could come back with. Okay, okay. And but I raised that point. But they don't roll like that, so... Whatever that know. means.
So we're not going to lower ourselves to you by, you know, you've said this, that, and the other about your dad. That's what she's saying. And I mean, to Rogan's point, clearly this man is with it 100%. He's not fucking crazy at all. But how old were those Rogan episodes? That's the thing. Yeah, those looked like super old episodes. Had the I know, they were like, well before Twitter and TikTok were probably, well, definitely TikTok. Definitely. But yeah, so I don't know what has reignited the... She said it, the money. No one believes you're doing this for <laughs> any other reason besides the money. So I want to get to that Pandora's box point because right before that, the father says how he went to school for acting. Are they like trying to insinuate? Yeah, exactly. He's the whole he's thing about him. him. No, 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 no. I think that's what they're doing because he's no, like, oh, he's he insinuating that he's, he's acting when he's saying that he hit women and he hit his mum and all that. And he was a psycho. That Joe saying that is a performance. I okay, I get that. It just seems weird that he would bring up the fact that he went to school for it or whatever, and then basically did the <laughs> laugh like he's calling him a game man. That's how I took it because no, 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 no. We'll see. We'll see. There's oh my god, how can you not? I mean, I guess and they say everyone takes Rogan's side. I fucking wonder why the other guy who nobody knows who he is and just shows up and starts fucking. I'm guessing as Italians. I'm guessing that's a son-in-law. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking he was married to the sister. Yeah. Like doing the hand motions. He's like, I won't be here. I won't be here. Don't you worry. What? I'm sure Joe Rogan is worried if he's going to be there. Mixed martial artist. Thank you. I was just going to bring that up. Look up the video of Joe Rogan kicking a heavy. Yeah, a kick that can cut you in half. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The same guy who taught GSP how to do a question mark kick. I'm sure he's terrified of this crepit old 81-year-old man. What the fuck? Do you think Rogan addresses this, though? Why would you? Yeah, why would you bother? You just, I mean, we're giving them the attention they want because... No one listens to We have to. (laughs) The only way I think this comes up on Rogan's show is if a comedian who he has on brings it up. Yeah, but... And then maybe he'll... I don't think they would either because then Joe would probably be like, why'd you bring that up? I'm not having you on again. That's true. But who's the guy? I mean, he's got a few recurring. I, I could see, like, maybe Tim Dillon maybe being like, so what the fuck was that about? And then yeah, maybe he addresses if you, it. If you want to keep on Rogan's good side, I guess. True. Because true. apparently one of those comedians that spoke about Brendan Sharp um, oh. being the truck walk, whatever they called it. Yeah. You know, the whole thing with that. Yes. Yeah, apparently they reckon she won't be on. Rogan was pissed off that she mentioned it or something, and really? put his name into it or something. So they reckon that she won't be on Rogan anytime soon. Why does Rogan keep capping for Brendan Schaub? He's not good at anything. Well, I mean, he could choke me out, so he's good at that, I guess. He's but... loyal, I guess. Yeah, yeah, not, I guess you're right on not that. Not like some that are going to freaking do OnlyFans if a podcast doesn't work out. So you know, I. You put those words in my mouth. I never said that. I was no, looking at no, it. No, you, said this, pod, you said this podcast isn't going to take you where you want to go. So. Play the clip back. You're the one who brought that up, and then I went back to talking about naked golf photo shoot. <laughs> I never brought that up. That was you. I would use it as a second stream of income. Maybe I'd get, oh, it's a podcast, tattooed on my chest for these OnlyFans shots. I didn't get the chance to say that. You never know. You'd be you lucky never to know. 
you'd be lucky to fit dirt on there if you're getting things tattooed on a chest of yours. Hey, watch it. Watch it. I could do it down my leg, actually. Be like, here's my whole fucking leg. I want... That'd be disgusting. And I'm terrified of needles, so this will never happen. But I'll get a sticker. Slap it onto my chest, my torso. I think that whole video is just so crazy. And the best part is how she's like, oh, they're going to say we're in it for the money. Yep. You're a thousand percent correct. Why else would you do this? You wouldn't make a video if you wanted to just talk to Rogan. You'd probably call him, I'd imagine. Yeah, just because you say you're not in it or you say you're not doing something for a certain reason doesn't mean you're not doing it for a certain reason. No, no. And why would we believe you three psychopaths over Joe Rogan, who we've all been listening to for years? Yeah, Joe's got more to lose than what they do. So I don't think Correct. he would bring something up like that years ago and then yeah. engage in and stuff like, like that. I also don't. So if it, let's say, let's say it's not about the money. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for now. What do you want to come from this conversation? Do you want Joe to be like, oh, yeah, no, An you apology. didn't beat the shit yeah. out of me. Yeah, that's it. Didn't beat up kids. Didn't beat up my mom. You're not an Italian psychopath. Actually, you're probably from Scotland because I can smell some pee. Oh, so, Yeah, that's what he wants. The whole thing is just fucking insane. I hope Rogan doesn't bring it up because it seems like that will fucking infuriate the three of them even more. Or Rogan just brings it up and buries them, which would also be totally fine because I believe Rogan on everything on that one. That guy who is irrationally angry, however many years later, definitely seems like he would hit somebody and beat them up. True. He strikes me that way. (laughs) See what I did there? Yep, yep, yep. Unfortunately, I do too. Well, on that wonderful comedic note, yes. We will wrap this baby up for this week. Now, please comment, like, and subscribe if you already haven't. We're building up the subscribers. We're getting a few each week, which is always good. Yes, sir. We're now on Twitch as well. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. If you don't want to watch us on YouTube or on Spotify or on any other platform that we're on, listen to us on all the other platforms that we're on, then you can see us on Twitch. Now, it will be, the episodes will drop the same time as they do on YouTube. And they'll just right. be like a live stream of the episode, pre-recorded episode, obviously. But okay. then you can go back and, and watch it anyway. And we did our first yeah. live stream last weekend too on Twitch. So that was a simulcast. It was YouTube, Twitch, and we also did it on Facebook via the Anti-Social Network page. Yeah, right. We're on, uh, on there too. So if you're on Facebook, you can see the episodes there as well. They'll be dropping the same time as they do on YouTube. Word. If you're into your rap and uh, music and uh, other things and yeah the wrap it up podcast is what brooks does every week as well Damn so right. we've got a link in the description interesting episode this week as we were wrapping up the show during rapid fire a segment we do i asked the question do you think you guys could win a game show to my co-hosts cody and laka both of them said yes cody kind of said it depends on the game show and so then i was thinking family feud Great TV show. Great game show. I don't think either of them understand how the show works because Cody kept asking me to give him hints during the question. That's a show hosted by Steve Harvey. If you were to ask Steve Harvey, hey, can you lead me to the answer? He'd do that weird fucking thing where he looks at you funny and then looks at the crowd and everyone laughs. I was very good at that part. They were awful. So you have to go listen to some of their answers. Like Cody was terrible. 
love the guy, but he's got to get better. So that's going to be coming back every week, I think. It's it's just too good. It's just too good. Plus, you need a family, too, so that, that would help. <laughs> the Rapid Podcast family. We looked into what it was <laughs> need to go and do tryouts. You need to be, like, blood relatives. It needs to be five of you. You have to send in, like, these tryout videos. Like, yeah, this seems, like, way too much. And also, as well, about 80% of listeners aren't subscribed via YouTube. So if we can pump that down, you know, so if you are listening, subscribe, that'd be great. Takes two seconds. Yeah. I know you have a YouTube account. Everybody has one. Yeah. If you're an Android user, you do pretty much because you've got exactly. to yeah, use it to Google. get in. Yeah. So with that all being said, until next week, take it easy. Peace.